catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. If you've recently been to a port city, you might have noticed more crowds of people heading to cruise terminals to board a cruise ship this year. If you're thinking about booking a cruise yourself, you're not alone. A recent report shows cruise bookings are twice as strong as last year. I spoke with WUSF's Violet Comber Weilin on the details of these statistics as the cruise industry makes a comeback from the pandemic. So I did a story that reported on a AAA survey that found that cruise travel is rebounding in 2022. So essentially what they said was that cruise bookings in the past four weeks are twice as strong as this time last year. And basically this just signifies that there's more traveler confidence in booking these kind of cruises and people are feeling better about COVID. What was it like reporting on this story? How are the sources? So I did not have a contact or like a human voice, but I was able to leaf through the press release by myself. Um, It gave most of the information that I needed. I think that um, I was able to look at the Center for Disease Control's lowering of their um, cruise travel warning to a level two. This was a big indicator for why cruise travel is increasing. So I looked into that a little bit. That essentially just means a moderate COVID risk on cruise ships. I was also able to see that 23% of Americans are considering a cruise in the next two years. Some of the factors for this include vaccination and testing requirements on these ships, a general low rate of COVID throughout the U.S., and popular destinations being offered. So yeah, the press release did a pretty thorough job of reporting on that. Did you get any information on how this is going to affect the economy of Florida? Basically, the press release did imply that it should be helping some local businesses, including restaurants and hotels. When we have reported on stories like this in the past, we have seen from some sources, including those who own hotels nearby, that they do see some kind of increase in business. But ultimately, it's just implied that businesses that are near the water, when there are more passengers who are cruising, will get more business. That's very interesting. So is there anything that struck out to you from this press release or any kind of information that you got from reporting this story? I think the statistics were all very interesting. Another one it brought up was that of those 23% of Americans that are considering a cruise in the next two years, there are 41% that say a better understanding of the risks presented by COVID-19. I thought this was interesting. COVID-19 on these ships can be a lot, according to that CDC warning. Of course, there's still moderate risk. You're in an enclosed space, but a lot of people understood the risks of it more, and they promoted safer sailing, and they had protocols that I myself had not known about before, including just enhanced medical facilities, upgraded ventilation systems, contactless room service, virtual safety briefings. Um, It just seems like the cruise lines are really doing their best to ensure passenger safety during this time. And ultimately, this is what's kind of leading more people to book cruises. Also, there are more popular destinations, including cruises to Alaska, the Caribbean, and Europe. So a lot more people are wanting to cruise for that reason. There's four cruise lines that go out of Tampa Bay currently And that's the port that I reported on. There are a bunch of restaurants and hotels around there that are affected by those um, cruise increases. But yeah, right now, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, 
Norwegian and Celebrity Cruise Lines are all cruising out of Tampa Bay. And those cruise lines are also cruising throughout the U.S. as well. So in that press release, was there any indication on how AAA actually got this research where Americans are considering a cruise and how they might have a better understanding of the COVID-19 risks that are presented by them? So it was a survey and it included randomly selected U.S. households. Um, They were sampled just using address-based methods and just kind of trying to do it randomly and to make sure it was like a fair survey. So yeah, to my understanding, this just involved surveys by web and um, surveys by telephone as well for people who are willing to participate. Is there anything that didn't make the final cut of the story that you'd like to mention? I think that I included most of what I wanted to. But I guess one other thing the press release did include was just to um, make sure that if you're considering a trip to consider buying travel insurance as well, just because illnesses, including COVID-19, a lot of payments are non-refundable. So this can help with that as well. And it also encourages people to use travel agents as their experts on this. And then in helping people book cancellation policies, looking at vaccine and testing requirements, and just making sure that it's the right option for them and their health. That was Violet Comber-Wyland on the causes for increased cruise bookings. For the full story, visit our partner station at WUSF.org. Let's move on to some top headlines. A delay in spending American rescue dollars is leaving Gainesville's homeless community in limbo. When President Biden signed the American Rescue Plan Act last year, it provided $5 billion to support state and local programs for the homeless and at-risk individuals. Bernice Starby, a 61-year-old former unhoused woman, was one of 521 homeless people in Alachua County in 2021. Now, she is advocating for Gainesville City Commission to disperse federal funds sooner to aid programs that counter homelessness and assist affordable housing. Gainesville became the first community in Florida to publicly launch a blueprint to become a certified welcoming city to immigrants. Among those recommendations are implementing telephone-based language services and hiring immigrant liaisons. More than 10% of Gainesville's population is foreign-born and growing. Immigrants also represent 14% of spending power in the county. If you want more details on the city's blueprint, you can visit our website at wuft.org. The state of Florida is suing the federal governments over the mass mandates in airports, planes, trains, and buses. WJCT is reporting that the lawsuit is the latest move by Attorney General Ashley Moody, Governor Ron DeSantis, and other Republican leaders to fight the Biden administration over coronavirus restrictions. The lawsuit says the mask requirement violates the state's quasi-sovereign interest in the health, safety, and welfare of their citizens. Twenty other states are also joining the lawsuits including Ohio, Georgia, and Arizona. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.